since 1955, the College Board's Advanced Placement Program has delivered excellence in education to millions of students worldwide through over 18,000 AP programs. And in each of those AP programs, there's an important role that's often a little behind the scenes, but not today. Today, we shine the spotlight on the AP Coordinator. Welcome back, everyone. I'm your host, Derek Kameda, and this is Coordinated. Thanks for joining us for a series of conversations with experienced and incredibly talented AP coordinators. This school year, more than just about any in recent history, presents some unique and unprecedented times for schools and AP programs. Perhaps, perhaps there is no better time to share our collective voices and perspectives. One might guess that a former Division I college basketball player and coach would have a certain predisposition towards competition, towards working, training, putting in that practice and preparation time to maximize individual abilities and performance, always trying to drive the team's success. And in this case, that perfectly describes the college and career counselor and testing coordinator at Indian Hill High School in Cincinnati, Ohio. And that is none other than our special guest today, AP coordinator superstar, Esther Hall. Esther, Thank you for being with us, and welcome to Coordinated. <laughs> wow. Derek, that introduction, thank you. First of all, that introduction makes me want to go out and shoot some hoops and relive those glory days. <laughs> <laughs> it is a pleasure to be here, and thank you so much for having me on Coordinated. So, Esther, speaking of your, quote, glory days, as an athlete, I mean, wh- where did you play hoops? I played basketball at the University of Cincinnati, and to avoid revealing my age, let's just say it was a few decades ago. (laughs) Um, I was a power forward, which means I was in the position under the basket where you have to be strong, rebound, block shots. Oh, it was great. So after playing for the University of Cincinnati, I had the opportunity to return as a coach for the Bearcats, and that was just another phenomenal experience. So I am truly a loyal and proud Bearcat. So is there any truth to this rumor that I have heard that you now take your uh, competitive fire into the free online mini workshops for AP coordinators? I seem to recall you taking on the host in a game of verbal one-on-one. Derek, I'm very competitive and I can't just turn it on and off. So yes, that is a true statement. But (laughs) (laughs) but honestly, it wasn't much competition. Uh, The mini workshop (laughs) host was lucky to score it all. 
uh, sort of like Ouch. on a basketball court. It's just hard <laughs> to score on me. <laughs> Ouch. Okay. Well, as uh, as our listeners may have guessed by now, in those mini workshops, Esther and I engaged in a little, um, let's call it, competitive conversation uh, around around planning for AP testing this spring. And uh, I am not too proud to admit that your words probably resonated more than mine with the thousands of AP coordinators who heard you speak. Probably. Derek, no one was keeping score. Lucky for you. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, though, uh, I really enjoyed it. I was happy to help. Uh, I think it's great to tell it like it is and share my perspective and experience. I mean, through these sessions, I learned some options for testing this year. Uh, Because no matter how long you've been an AP coordinator, we are all sort of AP rookies uh, when it comes to digital testing this year. And we can all use the help. That is true. And Esther, you are a veteran voice. Uh, how long have you been the AP coordinator, in the AP coordinator role at Indian Hill High School, home of the... Home of the Braves. Go Braves. Um, I've been an AP coordinator for a total of 21 years, and this is my 17th year at Indian Hill High School. Now, I also serve as the SSD coordinator for students with disabilities and testing coordinator. So... Every test that comes through the high school comes through my office. Um, And I also serve as the college and career counselor. Um, I think that covers my main roles, but, you know, there's always that and other duties as assigned. (laughs) Wow. Okay, so Esther, first on behalf of the college board, thank you so much for your many years of service as an AP coordinator. That is just amazing. And can you... Can you actually tell us a little bit about your AP program? Can we get sort of an overview of of what's going on at your school? Absolutely. Uh, We offer 27 AP courses every year. And at our school, any student that takes an AP course must also take the AP exam. So that's about 350 students each year taking at least one AP exam. Um, So in total, each year we administer about 1,100 AP exams. And so, Esther, how about your testing plans for this school year? Well, actually, hold that thought for just a moment. I'm I'm getting ahead of myself. First, let me ask about your teaching model. What what has been happening at Indian Hill High School instruction wise? Okay, so we began the school year in a hybrid model, dividing the school into two groups with group A coming to school on Monday, Tuesday, group B coming to school on Wednesday, Thursday, and then our Fridays were virtual. Everyone was remote. Uh, That lasted about a month. Then by October, we had switched to our current model of in-person learning five days a week where about 80% of our students are in school. Uh, We do have a population of students learning fully remote through our Braves Virtual Academy. Um, In regards to lost instructional time, during the first couple of months of the school year, I believe our teachers and students lost a bit of instructional time and are still in recovery mode, but we are fortunate to be where we are at this point in the curriculum. So currently we find ourselves losing teacher days because of the COVID-19 vaccination shots. Um, Everyone in the district that wants to be vaccinated 
have been scheduled to receive the vaccinations, but with the reported side effects, the administration implemented several all-school calamity days just to give faculty and staff a chance to recover in case they have strong reaction to the shots. So overall, I think we're in a good spot, but I just want to shout out to the teachers that are making it happen both in the classroom and virtually to ensure that the best, to the best of their ability that these students are ready to take the AP exams in May. Great. Well, it sounds like your AP teachers are on top of things then, and I know you are on top of your AP testing plans. So wondering if you can share a little bit about uh, what your plans for testing are this spring. We have decided to have all students, both face-to-face and remote learners, come in to test during Administration 1, paper and pencil. Our administration and teachers both support this decision and believe the students will be ready. Um, So my order has been placed for all students to test in administration one. Now we will have some remote students with extenuating circumstances that just cannot come into school for testing. So those students will be placed in administration two digital at home. Unless, of course, they're in the world languages or those science and math courses um, that are in administration two, um, they will have to come in to test. Every student has their own computers to test on, So, um, but our school also has Chromebooks for students that may need to test on them if necessary. But I foresee all students that need to test digitally will do some from home unless there is some reason that they cannot. Now, lastly, you know, students are very savvy and will find their way to the exam they want to take. Um, so again, my plan is administration one, paper, pencil for all students, administration two, digital at home for our remote students that cannot test in person. And we will plan to test any student that is absent in the next available administration. But I am pretty excited to work with the new dashboard for AP coordinator so I can manage the digital process for any student who ends up testing at home. Wise, wise words from an experienced AP coordinator. <laughs> Esther, can you uh, can you stay with me for a few more minutes? We have an important date coming up that I'd like to chat with you about. Of course, let's do it. All right, everyone, we'll be right back after this quick timeout to hear from Carrie and Carrie about the AP Coordinator Community. That will give me just enough time to catch my breath. Hi, AP Coordinators. I'm Carrie Larison. And I'm Carrie Franz. We moderate the AP Coordinator Community. This is a free online platform that connects over 6,000 AP Coordinators from around the world. One of the primary uses for the community is to host coordinator-related conversation and collaboration. Many coordinators feel all alone at their schools and do not share the role or have an assistant. Right. And the opportunity to engage with other AP coordinators, especially around best practices, is so helpful. Plus, I like to validate that what I'm doing is correct or that I haven't missed any important tasks. New coordinators learn a lot just by seeing what is asked and answered. And even experienced coordinators have been learning a lot of new things these past few years. Yeah, here's a good example. Recently, there was a collaborative exchange between experienced coordinators. The topic? How often everyone submits updates to their AP exam orders and AP registration and ordering. I thought this was an excellent discussion. Some coordinators do this every time they make an update and others less often. It was great to see all the thoughtful comments and suggestions from our peers because there ended up being 
really good reasons for each option. In this case, there's more than one right way to get the job done. By now, you may be wondering, how do we access this community? Just go to apcommunity.collegeboard.org to get started and request your free membership. Again, that's apcommunity.collegeboard.org. And once you're in, you can choose a setting that allows you to receive a daily digest of all activity. This is so convenient since it's sent directly to my school email address. And this year, more than ever, we think it's important to be part of the AP Coordinator community. Together, we'll continue to find the best ways to support AP programs at our schools. Thanks, everyone. We look forward to coordinating with you. We are back. Esther, after the short timeout, I'm ready to re-engage in our game. Let me, uh, let me show off my point guard skills and set the team up for success. So March 12th was the deadline for schools to order AP exams. Absolutely correct. And as I mentioned before the break, I ordered paper and pencil exams for administration one. Um, and I would then end up moving some students to at home or at school digital to support our testing plans. Okay, so speaking of testing plans, and by that I mean testing plans for everyone, there's a very important date coming up, uh, coming up quickly. And can you talk about that for a moment? <laughs> sure. By April 1, schools need to determine whether they plan to administer in-school paper and pencil exams. We AP coordinators need to indicate exam orders for paper pencil exams for any administration. That means administration one, two, or three. We have to submit those updates to the order in AP registration and ordering. So if I understand that correctly, April 1st, is the deadline for schools to order paper and pencil exams for all administration windows, as you said, administration one, two, or three, which means if there's any chance paper and pencil will be an option, if that's if that might end up being a desired choice, coordinators, please indicate that in AP registration and ordering by April 1st, submitting Paper and pencil exam orders by that date, by April 1st, will ensure that orders can be processed and exams can be shipped in time for the administration. Right. And Derek, after April 1st, AP coordinators can switch those paper and pencil exams to a digital exam if needed. So having that flexibility is so important. Excellent point. So AP coordinators can reassign paper and pencil students to digital exams up to seven calendar days before the scheduled digital exam date. Derek, you were an AP coordinator once, so you know how this goes. <laughs> no matter how good our plans are, something unexpected always <laughs> comes up like a student illness on exam day. I remember, and uh, good news, if something unexpected does occur on exam day, you know, Esther, things like a student illness, you know, a testing incident or an unforeseen school closure, something like that. Well, if that happens, then schools may switch an existing exam order 
to a later administration as a makeup exam. And that could be either paper and pencil or digital. And uh, again, that's done in AP registration and ordering. Derek, I think I hear the crowd going wild. I have to admit, you just hit a Hail Mary (laughs) by sharing that last bit of good news. Three points to Derek. (laughs) Well, thank you. I'll try. I'll try not to let it go to my head. Hey, uh, Esther, you are you are so fantastic. A true superstar. Thank you for taking some time out of your busy day to chat with me. And and really, more importantly, thanks for all you do to support your AP students and your AP families. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. All right, everyone. One last question for the MVP of this podcast episode. Esther Hall, what does being an AP coordinator mean to you? What does being an AP coordinator mean to me? Well, if I may use a basketball analogy, I mean, why not? Uh, Being an AP coordinator to me is like shooting a free throw. My team of students, teachers, administrators, and college board are all depending on me to put the ball through the hoop. So all of the planning, communicating, ordering, troubleshooting, feedback, workshops, and distractions, those are all preparation and practice for the big moment when I step to the line with the ball in my hands. And Derek... I plan on scoring for my team. Nothing but net. Thank you for listening to our show. Coordinated is written, recorded, designed, and produced by Derek Kameda. Our executive producer is Bill Lankenow. Our podcast logo was created by Amy O., AP Drawing student at Savannah Arts Academy. And our theme music is Good As Go by Jackie Ray, former AP Music Theory student at Oakton High School. And thanks again to our special guest, Esther Hall. We hope you enjoy these conversations and always appreciate it if you rate, review, and subscribe to Coordinated in your podcast application. And a special good as gold shout out to faithful listener Melissa Roth, AP coordinator at Odessa High School. Melissa, we appreciate the great work you're doing with your AP program, and we appreciate your Texas-sized support of our show. And please do not forget about the interactive mini workshop series for AP coordinators. They are free and you can register right now at collegeboard.org slash AP coordinator training. AP coordinator superstars like Esther are helping out with those and you just might see her there. And of course, thanks to my favorite people, in all of education that is UAP coordinators no doubt you are always good as gold Yeah.
Till I believe it's all I'm good as gold